Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for Resurrection Sunday. This is a special day all over the world. It's the day we celebrate when you brought us back into relationship with the Father. We thank you for it. It's because of Christ we are who we are. And we can do the things that we do. We can enjoy the benefits that we enjoy all because of Christ. And we thank you and we praise you and we magnify you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God is amazing. So, D'Angelo, I don't know what's going on, but there's nothing on my iPad. So, no notes, no nothing. So, I see it on the screen, but I don't see it on my iPad. So, uh, Easter Sunday, I I want everyone in the audience to understand today is a special day uh, that we celebrate all over the world. Um, uh, the, The risen Savior. Right now, so the message is the power, everybody say the power, power. of the resurrection. Right now, so it's important for us to understand the power of the resurrection. You almost have to go back to Isaiah when Isaiah prophesied about this Messiah. And Isaiah said unto us, a a child is born, but the son was going to be given. Right? So he talked about this child and he prophesied about this child, and it was important that he was going to be coming, uh, but he's going to be coming, and, and he's going to be very humble, right? But he's going to have the throne of David. But he was going to go through it a lot on behalf of you. But the gospel said, for God so loved the world, everybody said the entire world, not the black world, not the white world, not the Asian world, but God loved the entire world. God was always concerned about everybody. God was always concerned about everybody, right? And he was concerned because of the fall. And because the fall had taken place, right, God had to create a pathway for us to get back to him. Now, uh, Good Friday is, is a day when we talk about uh, our Lord and Savior as a human being giving his life for us. He, he took it. He took the whooping. He took the beating. Even though he was righteous, he took it for you. He took it. God put the plan in place. He put the plan in place, man, to give you a great opportunity uh, to get back into relationship with God. I don't want you to take it for granted. So often people come to church, and they come to church out of tradition. Because you're supposed to come to church on Sunday. And Easter, if we went in a pandemic, uh, you wouldn't be able to find a seat in the house. But because of the pandemic, and people know seat, seating is limited, some people stay at home and they're just watching online. So we appreciate that. But I want you to know that this is just not Easter Sunday. Right? It's not about bunny and eggs, right? This is, this is the day that God, this is the day that God decided that he would bring us back into relationship with him. All right? It's so important uh, to understand what God was doing and what God intended to happen, right? So Jesus is unique, right? He's unique because he was a human, right, with the power of God. 
right? And at times, you wouldn't even know that God was in him because he was crying at times and he was suffering at times. And one time he said, God, please let this cup pass, right? But he knew he had a mission, right? And the ultimate mission was today. The ultimate mission was today uh, because that's when he conquered death. That's when eternal life really came into play, right? Uh, And so God uh, loved us so much uh, that he was willing to take a gamble on us. He took a gamble saying that I I believe if I give my son uh, that they would change and they would come back to me. He said, but they're going to have to do it on their own will. He said, I'm going to take a gamble and I'm going to chance it and I'm going to sacrifice my son in hopes that they will because I've sent prophets, you know, I've sent angels. They didn't want to hear. He said, but I'm going to send my son. He said, and I'm taking this chance. And so he did it. And so now uh, the greatest thing that ever happened in, in history, the greatest thing that ever happened in history was when Jesus Christ rose from the dead. That was the time when the disciples got bold, Carla. They got really bold. You know, so some people, we walk around and we don't realize the power. But when you get it and you get it down on the inside, right, the power is amazing. It's life transforming. Don't nobody have to tell you. Some people heard about it. But but when you experience it for yourself and you realize, so when the disciples saw him for themselves, they got bold. It was was a little shaky at first, but they got really bold because of the resurrection, not because of the death. They They were scared because of his death, but they was bold because of his resurrection. That's why when you read the Gospels, he talks about and he told them, now I want you to understand, now... I'm giving you power, right? I'm giving you power to go out and do magnificent things, to do life-transforming things. Are you guys going to bring my iPad back? It's coming back. Like church will be over by the time we get back, but it's coming. I, I can hear Onika said, Pastor Durham, behave, right? But I'm working. Now so, <laughs> now, so now, and I'll be done. I really don't need it. But So I, I want you to understand this because here's what happened with the power of the resurrection. The, Jesus' whole mission, now don't you, I don't want you to get, miss this. His whole mission was to unite God's people. That was his mission. The ones that were saved and the ones that was unsaved. The ones who was righteous and the ones that was unrighteous. The ones who believed in God and the ones who didn't. His mission was to really unite us. So remember, God's ultimate goal, his ultimate goal is for everybody to be saved. Now, I want you to understand that. So some people teach a different kind of gospel, but that was not what Jesus taught. Remember, one man sinned, who was Adam, and because Adam sinned, watch this here, everybody grabbed the sin nature. Everybody. But because of one man, right, Every man was made righteous. Now, here's the beauty of it. If you turn the, everybody have access access to the electricity, but everybody don't flip the switch. Everybody have access to God, but everybody don't flip the switch. 
All right, let's deal with it real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna get y'all don't believe I'm gonna be done at eleven o'clock, even though they got it. Now, so so so, so here we go. Now, look at Luke chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, right, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was what? Of the house and David. Now, remember that. That's important to understand, all right? Now, don't forget that. To be registered with Mary, all right? Now, look at the next verse. Uh, and while they were there, the time came for her to do what? Give birth. All right, now, you heard this story over and over and over, right? Verse 7. And she gave birth to who? Her firstborn. Now, remember, the child was born, but the son was given. Right? Just remember that. All right? And he wrapped him in a swaddling cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them. All right? Now, watch. Jump down. In John chapter 12 and verse 32. And listen what Jesus says. I'm going across the field. And when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw some people. I will draw all people. King James said all men. Everybody said all. Because the mission of God was to save them all. Or to save us all. Don't, don't miss Easter. All right. Now, Luke 23 and 44 says this. It was now about the sixth hour. And there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. While the sunlight failed and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Everybody said torn in two. Everybody said the power of the resurrection. Now, remember that that's important when you talk about the curtain being torn because now God just gave us direct access to him through, I said, through Jesus. Then he says this. Then Jesus calling out with a loud voice said, Father, into your hands I do what? Commit my spirit. And he, and having said this, he breathed his last what? He gave it up. Everybody say he gave it up. And he died. Now, Luke 24, 1 and 2. But on the first day of the week, at the early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices. Some just happened. D'Angelo, help me. Still on the screen? Something crazy. But on the first day of the week, at the early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices. They prepared. Why does this keep happening to my It keeps a slide chain. It just some jump every time. I don't know. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Verse 3. But when they went in, they did not find the body of who? Everybody said they couldn't find him. I don't, I don't know what's happening, D'Angelo. Something, something's not happening. Something's not right. All right, now, verse 4 says, while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among what? Among the dead. Right? Then he says this. He is not here, but he what? 
Now, listen, the power is in the resurrection. All right? That's, that's important. Everybody said the power is in the resurrection. Now, watch what happens when you have power in the power of Christ. John 20. I don't know. We need to do some of this technology because it's driving me nuts. Because it'll go and then it just it just skip all together. Okay, all right, we there. I'm so frustrated. Y'all pray for me. Because I don't want to lose my cool, right? All right, now. So it says, on the evening of that did, did you just flip on you again? Use the clicker. Oh, praise the Lord for the clicker. <laughs> Everybody read with me because I can't see that far now. Somebody read. So now Jesus tells them, he enters the room, and, and he comes up on his disciples, and his disciples are really in the room scared to death because they just killed the Messiah. And he walks in to let them know he's alive, right? Now read. Now here's the power of the resurrection. This is why I want you guys to get it, because I, I don't want you to miss this part. Because Easter, we always talk about... Jesus died and rose. But I want you to watch what happened with the power of the resurrection because this is important. He says something in yellow. He said, I'm doing what? He said, I'm sending you. Now, all of a sudden, here he is. He comes back to them and he tells them, I'm going to be sending you. Now, watch this here. Read this. Read. Now, stop. What did he tell them to do? Now, what he tell them, he said, I want you to receive the power. This is important. I want you to receive the power. Keep reading. Wait, slow, slow that down. I want everybody to read this together because this is the whole message, and we're going to be done in three minutes. Read it. Stop. Pause. If, now watch the power of the resurrection, right? We're not talking about Jesus. We're not even talking about God. We're talking about you. Watch the power of the resurrection, man. He says, if you, everybody say if I. Forgive what? If I forgive, if somebody sinned against me and I forgive them. He said, listen, humanity is important. Relationships are important. He said, I'm empowering you in order for things to work. You got to have the power to forgive people or it will kill you. He said, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. He said, I want you to forgive. And then he says this, right? They are forgiven. Then he says this. I can't see that far. Somebody read. Read, stop. Read 23. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven Stop. So now listen, listen to the power. I don't want you to miss this. This is good. If you, now watch, watch God and the power of the resurrection because it didn't happen before. He said, if you forgive them, if you can forgive somebody, then they forgive it. I don't care what everybody else say. If somebody do something to you, something go wrong, you have the power to forgive. 
I don't care what your mama say. I don't care what your boss say. He said, I'm telling you it's an individual thing. And I empowered you, and it's important that you do this. Why? Because God forgave you. Remember, he didn't give you the Holy Spirit for nothing. Now watch what he says in the next part. Read the next part of the verse. Read it. Listen to me. If you withhold it, if you won't forgive, listen, people are going to go through, man, in a mess. Stress is going to come on. Listen, not only them, it'll mess you up. A lot of us are messed up, man, because we won't forgive anybody. When the whole, the whole, the power of the resurrection is for us to work together, if you forgive, I don't care what somebody do to you. If you forgive them, genuinely forgive them, man, it'll heal you. I'm telling you, it'll heal you. Now watch. Now somebody read. Now watch this here. And I'm wrapping this thing up. And I promise I'm going to be done at 11 o'clock. Read. Keep reading. Here's how you tie the Easter, man. Don't, you don't need to buy no hat. You don't need to have an Easter egg hunt. What you need to do is somebody that have done something to you, right, that hurt you so bad, right, he said, and that you say, I just, what they did to me is wrong. God says, I promise you, I can't heal you until you forgive them. And listen, and you, you don't have to wait for me to do it. No, there's no sense you praying to me, asking me to do all this here and heal your body. He said, no, I'm not healing you until you forgive. That thing is going to eat you up from the inside out. He said, listen to me. He said, listen, the power of the resurrection was about you healing people. It's about relationship. Cause listen, because what God was trying to do is bring us back in connection with him. You cannot, absolutely cannot be in good standing with God and have an issue with your brother or sister. That's why he said, if you can't forgive them, I will not forgive you. Right? But I gave you the power to forgive them. And if you withhold it, you got the power to do it, but it's going to kill you. Here's the thing. Sometimes they'll move on. And you got high blood pressure, anxiety, PSD. All those are words. Those are psychological words that you've taken on because you won't forgive. When the power of the resurrection was the power of man to heal and deliver. He said, now I'm giving you, he breathed on them and gave them the power of the Holy Spirit. And he told them, he said, now listen, I'm giving you the power. The first thing he told them, I'm giving you power to forgive. Now here's the thing. When you forgive somebody that wronged you, now you're walking in God's grace. Now they get to see what God is all about. How, How many people ever did something to somebody and you needed them, man, to forgive you? Once they forgave you, man, it felt so good because I wanted, I needed, I needed you to say that you was all right and you forgave me for what I did. Well, guess what? I'm gonna let you in on the secret. Don't tell anybody. Somebody else is waiting on you to forgive them too. It may be your children, it may be your boss, it may be your neighbor, it may be your wife, it may be your husband. Anybody, they waiting on you to forgive them, generally from your heart. But you have the power not to do it though. You have the power to withhold it. 
But here's the thing. The only way that they're going to know that you really his is really by forgiving. Because forgiveness is really, man, one of the core principles of love. Because it covers a multitude of faults. It covers a multitude of faults. So you, you went around here all stressed out, mad, and all of a sudden he said, listen, you can't get to promotion because you won't forgive. I can't release it. You're so angry, you can't get next job. And I refuse to give you a job when you're angry about something and, and you're going to take it on. How many people have been in a relationship and because this relationship was messed up, you didn't forgive and you took it to the next one? And everybody said, why you got a chip on your shoulder? We didn't do anything to you because you won't forgive the last one. That's what Easter is really all about. It's about restoring relationship because when you keep reading the gospel, watch what happens in the gospel. It was all about the whole purpose of Jesus was trying to get us, man, in a right position, man, so we could be back in relationship with God. The whole thing, man, was about redemption and reconciliation. God don't want us not representing him. That's what the whole gospel is all about. It's about loving people. If you can tell me, listen, I judge every religion, man, based on this. How do you deal with people? I'm not, I'm not interested in you walking around with your Bible and how holy you are. I want to know if, how you deal with people. Because that's going to tell me, man, if you really are a follower of Christ or not. Now watch, I'm going to wrap it up with this. A new commandment I give unto you. Love. Everybody say love. Love. Now remember, go back. He said, and look, he breathed on you. He gave you the Holy Spirit when you accepted Jesus Christ in your life. He gave you the Holy Spirit. And watch this here. Now I'm going to teach it next week after next. This is what I'm going to teach. Romans chapter 6 about your sin nature. When Christ died, you die. You should be a new creature. If you're still lying and cussing and won't forgive, and, and I can, you, you need to evaluate your life with Christ. Amen. 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 I'm done. Bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this Easter Sunday. Thank you for your spirit that you've given us to help us love and forgive one another. Lord, wouldn't the place, I mean, come into, the, into some place in our heart, deep down where we have this hurt that we feel like we can't let go and we can't forgive. Lord, help us. We know what they did to us was so wrong. But we trust this. Nothing ever happens to us except you ordain the steps. You said all works together for our good, so we're going to put our hat in the ring with you and believe that it's working together for our good. So we're going to start by forgiving. So, Lord, we ask you to give us that boldness and that courage that you gave us when we first accepted you into our life and the Holy Spirit came in our life. Now give us the power to forgive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody say amen. amen. Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you got to get to know him because you can't forgive without him. People think they can. You can't forgive without him. Shaq, it's almost impossible to forgive without him. You won't forgive. You're going to be mad. You're going to be mad, mad. You got to forgive because you're going to get crossed and you got to forgive. And it's going to help you. Amen. amen. I want to open the doors of the church. I don't normally do this, right? So I want to open the doors because the people are talking about they want to be a part of Kingdom MC family. And so I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, 
So I'm, I'm going to do it a little bit different. I'm not going to ask you to come down. I'm going to ask you if you want to be a part of the church, and you want to be a part of our kingdom MC family, if you would stand to your feet. Anybody that want to be a part of our kingdom? Is, has not, amen. Amen. And somebody, oh, no. I, amen. I, I am so excited. I am so excited. And I, w- I want to share, I want to say, we over a few minutes, so y'all hang on, just hang in there. It's the gospel. Right? I, I share with everybody that I have a responsibility as your pastor, right? And here's my responsibility. I tell everybody, and they're going to take you into the room in a few minutes for about a few seconds. I, I want to share in front of everybody. I have a responsibility as the pastor of Kingdom Embassy, and I say it real bold with a lot of courage. It's because of the Holy Spirit. That uh, I have a responsibility to live a right life. I have to live a righteous life. That's my responsibility. I have to love people and live a righteous life. In the event that I don't do it, right, you have the right to call me on that. Right? You have the right to call me on my righteous living. And, if, and I got to be able to answer to you. That, that's, that, this is for everybody, so you hear this. In the event that I refuse to acknowledge it, and I'm so bold and cocky, right, I'm hoping the church will sit me down, right, because I'm not leading in the way Christ. But if not, I tell you, man, don't. You don't want to be a part of this ministry. And I tell the members, find another church. Don't leave Christ. Just find another ministry. And ministry, because if they're going to leave me here and I'm going to lead you astray and live any kind of life and ragged life, then you don't need to be up under my leadership. So I tell people all the time, it's important that I walk the walk and talk the talk. Amen. Amen. I want to welcome you to Kingdom MC Family. Uh, and we'll give you the right hand of fellowship. We'll go through a class and I'll, let, and I'll give you the right hand of fellowship. But as of now, I want you to know that you, you'll be a, you are a member of Kingdom MC. We talked last week, all right? And so I'll meet you in the conference room, and I'll give you a little more detail. But I just want to welcome you to the Kingdom MC family. I'm so excited. And when your daughter joins, I'll be even more excited. All right, now, so that's my baby from a long time ago. She's growing up with me. Amen. Go with Sister Trina. Hey, hey you might want to go with your mom. So you can walk with her. You ain't got to join. You're just going with her. All right, now, everybody else stand. Hey, uh, listen, I don't do a lot with offering because you guys have been so good and you give online, you know the procedure and all that. So please continue to sort of support us in ministry. We can't do kingdom work without you. Thank you all so very much for all the support you guys have been giving us the kingdom ministry so we can do the work. I want to share real quick as we get ready to dismiss that I have a vision, man, to have a one-stop shop. I want to be able to do some things, and I'm working with someone right now to put together a program that... uh, People can volunteer their time, so if you need your car fixed or you need something done, you need some repairs around the house, then we have people that volunteer time, and then if you buy the material, then we'll come and try to do the work, right? So we're doing some things, so I'm working on that. That's part of the kingdom family. So uh, pray for me, y'all. I think it's going to work. I really think it's going to work, right? Let us pray. Dear Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence. Thank you for everyone that's going to bless us financially to help do kingdom work. We thank you for all the sacrifice they made. Lord, you told them to give and you give back to them. Don't let anybody suffer for their giving. Be with them. Let this, this Sunday be their birthday. Let it be the day that they give their life to you and they recommit and dedicate their life and they're willing to walk and they're going to forgive like they never did before. And we thank you and we're going to trust when they forgive that you give them the strength and the person to receive it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. They're going to dismiss you by rose so you don't just so you don't